Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. has been some Passover holiday. The week is over. We are back at work here at Israel News Talk Radio. It is wonderful to be with you all. I want to say hi to everybody who's listening in from all over the world. We don't know who you are, but we can see what countries are listening in. So hello to all of the people in Israel, the United Kingdom, Germany, the Netherlands, Indonesia, Italy, Norway, South Africa, the United Republic of Tanzania. Wow, that is really cool. Welcome to all of our listeners from all these different countries. And I want to say today we're going to be talking about war updates. That's right, war updates. As you know, Israel this last week has been targeted once again by the uh, Arabs in Gaza with rockets on Israeli civilians. We're going to talk about war updates. We're going to be talking about Arabs or Russia, which is more dangerous for Israel. Also, the lies of Al-Aqsa. That's on the Temple Mount there. Um, mosque on the Temple Mount. The lies of Al-Aqsa. There's a lot of violence going on there and writing, etc., due to the Ramadan holiday, to the Islamic view of Israel being not legitimate here, and they are attacking innocent people. Again, this is very sad. I have to give out this news, but this is what's happening. Also, interestingly, Government Minister Nachman Shai here in Israel says, we have a very narrow coalition, and we need the Arabs, the Ra'am party, made up of Arabs here in Israel to survive. So here we see a left-wing government in Israel, not worrying about what's best for Israel, but they're worrying about, well, we have to bring the Arabs who hate Israel, who do not recognize the state of Israel, into our government in order to survive. That's what they are worried about, to survive. In other words, to keep their power, not the welfare of the Israeli citizens. Also, um, Russia's sanctioned economy is doing much better than the sanctioning USA. Our guest is going to be talking about that today, too. We're going to be having on Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, who is going to be doing that. We are live if you'd like to call in, call in with a comment or question here at Israel News Talk Radio. Hello, I am Walter Bingham. If you want to hear the news behind the news and the true perspective on world affairs, then the Walter Bingham File is the program for you. We bring you interviews with the movers and shakers, political commentaries, and on-the-spot reports of events as they happen. All here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Israel Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's all archived on our website. Make it a date.
right, we are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And it has been the week of Passover. A lot has happened. People have been off, but we are all back to work now. And we are going to be updating you now on war. War updates, also Russia, Arabs, who is more dangerous for Israel, the lies of Al-Aqsa, etc., we are live if you want to call into the show with a comment or a question about what we're talking about. Our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live if you're listening on Sunday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. Holy time right here in the land of Israel. Or if it's between uh, 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time, that means we are live and you can call in. Our guest today, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University. He's authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and and more. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because every time I read this, I just can't believe the number of books and, and reports and research papers he's written. He commentates on Mideast and world issues, and he's going to be doing that today on the show. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Sometimes I can't believe it either. That's okay. You know, if I didn't uh, know you in person, I would imagine that your glasses must be like around six inches thick. (laughs) (laughs) For someone who writes and researches so much. All right. So, war updates. Where would you like to take us? Well, I, there are a lot. Of, there are always a lot of wars going on. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't want to belittle anybody's pain or, or or say anything about some war that I don't really know anything about. So, so people p- forgive me. When we're talking about wars here, we're basically talking about wars here in Israel and the war in Ukraine. And anybody else that's at war, I apologize. I just can't know about so many things at one time. Sorry. So we're talking about either the one in Israel or the one in the Ukraine right now. These are the wars that are um, uh, in the front of our mind right now. Fortunately or unfortunately, that's life. Um, so so let's let's look a little bit about what's happening in the Ukraine just to be just to begin with, since that's on the minds of pretty much the whole Western world and a lot of the non-Western world. Um, Basically, because it's Russia, and, and, and Russia is one of the largest countries in the world. The first thing that we need to understand here is that um, uh, uh, um, the United States has a system of government. I'm not exactly certain how it can be called today. I hesitate to call it democracy. It doesn't look like a democracy to me. It's some sort of oligarchy, and the people that are running it, we need to understand what motivates them. What's really, what's really going on here. And uh, one of the things that we need to understand is that um, one of the largest uh, uh, um, um, donors to the Democratic Party, particularly in the last election, was the 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 companies, the corporations, the Organizations that deal with weapons, that sell, manufacture and sell weapons. And so it's extremely important for the Democratic Party and all of the people running the maladministration that's, that's presently in the United States to sell weapons. 
So we need to understand, for instance, that when Biden announces, as he did, I think it was two days ago, that he's sending another billion dollars worth of weaponry to the Ukraine, he's not sending it to the Ukraine. He's sending it to the garbage can. It doesn't matter where he's sending it. What's important is that he's financing and funding these companies that funded him. That's what's really important here. Nobody really believes that in their, under any circumstances, the Ukraine is capable or will ever be capable of actually beating Russia. With all the respect to the undoubted heroism of the defenders in the Ukraine, and I'm in no way belittling them, um, some of them happen to be good and nice people. Some of them are also horrible Nazis. We also know that. But some of them are good people. Let, let me butt in here for a moment and say that commentators, other commentators have been saying that maybe uh, Russia can win the war, but to hold on long term to Ukraine, that is the challenge because there will be a cold war, not even just a cold war. They will be fighting and fighting and fighting. They will never uh, give up the Ukrainians and they will be a, a bone in the throat of Russia with dead soldiers constantly in flaring up flare-ups here and there. That's a legitimate comment. I don't happen to agree with it. I, I think I think it's incorrect. I think the basic idea that uh, uh, the Russian military um, uh, uh, authorities have is a very simple one. They will do pretty much what they did in in uh, 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 Grozny and in other places. They will simply empty it. There will be no Ukraine. Hmm. There will be no Ukrainians. Interesting. There will okay. be tens of millions of Refugees. former Ukrainians mm-hmm. who are wandering around Europe looking for a place to live. Interesting. Okay. Yes, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Now, I don't know that that is actually going to happen. I'm not a prophet. I'm saying that this is what, this is what I, I imagine, I believe that they're thinking, and that's what they're doing so far. I mean, if you look at what is actually happening on the ground, um, that's what they're doing. They're basically telling the Ukrainians, you want to be Ukrainian? Great. You can go to England and be Ukrainian. You can be, go to Germany and be Ukrainian. You cannot stay here and be Ukrainian. If you, be a, you, if you want, want to be Ukrainian here, you will be dead. Well, you know, a strategy like that would work. Yes, it would. And, it's, and they've done it before. This is what the Russians have done repeatedly over a thousand years. This is not new. Again, like the, the, the philosopher George Santana said, anyone who does not learn from history is going to repeat it. So this is what Russia does. They always have. Nothing new here under the sun. Okay. So that's what's going on in the Ukraine. They're 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 beating the 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 the, the various cities down to the level of sand. Um, what Russia will do with the territory after they they they've, they've conquered it, I have no idea. They will not conquer all of Ukraine. As far again, I'm I'm making a a, a prediction, which means that I have chutzpah. I, I I could be totally wrong. I'm saying this is what I perceive. Um, they will not conquer all of Ukraine because the, all of Ukraine doesn't matter. Only, they will conquer the parts that matter to them. In other words, the areas that's called Donbass, where there are Russians, Putin wants them. As I've said many times in the past, 
Putin is a nationalist. He believes in his people. If there are Russians, he wants them to be part of Russia. That's what he did in Crimea. That's what he's doing in Donbass. The Russians that live there, and Donbass is mostly Russian, uh, the population is mostly Russian, they will be integrated some way or another into Russia. Maybe not this year, maybe not in two years, but at, at some point they will be more or less integrated into Russia because he wants to bring all the Russians home. That's his personal thing, if you like. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with the idea of nationalism, quite the opposite. I think nationalism is, is, is superb. I think it's, a, it's, it's the best thing to do. I don't happen to like war, but okay, that's a, that's a, different, that's a different story here. Um, but that is, I believe, what, what primarily drives uh, uh, Putin in many of his actions over the past 20 years. Um, so he'll leave some of Ukraine as Ukraine. And he will conquer whatever pieces of it that he feels that are necessary. Um, uh, I have quoted many times in the past Peter Zehan and, and George Friedman, both of them talk, both of them talking about the 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 um, uh, um, uh, passages to the to previous con uh, conquerors of Russia or invaders of Russia, and and in Ukraine uh, or next to Ukraine there are two of these major passages. And uh, there will, uh, he will somehow uh, um, uh, um, uh, plug them up so that he can ha ha have a, a safer Western border, which, again, is one of his basic objectives. All right. Now, let's say that he does win this war. He chases out the Ukrainians. He takes over the territory. He incorporates whatever population left there into Russian society. How does this affect the rest of the world? First of all, we need to lose the terms win-lose. There's no winning and there's no losing here. He's not, he's not, his objective is not to win the war. His objective is to gain objectives, wartime objectives. So it's not a question of winning. There's no clear win here. That's not the objective. How does this affect the rest of the world? First of all, as we've said many times in the past, the first effect is food. Um, uh, 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 Russia is the largest exporter of fertilizer in the world. That fertilizer is now being um, uh, uh, sanctioned or embargoed by most of the world in its, in its unbelievable stupidity. Russia is a large exporter of energy. Anyone who thinks that Russian energy is being embargoed is a fool and is being fooled by Western media. Europe, before the war, imported 1.3 million barrels per day. Now they're importing 1.6 million barrels per day. There are no real embargoes on Russian energy. So are you saying that Russia is going to starve the rest of the, the rest of the world? Absolutely not. I'm saying that Biden is going to starve the rest of the world. <laughs> okay. By sanctioning Russia, by not uh, having fertilizer to regrow its crops and feed its own population. All right, we're sure. gonna go. Uh, we're gonna be back. Don't go anywhere, everybody. Hi. 
Hi, everyone. This is Andrea Simento from Jerusalem, inviting you to drop everything and join me on my show, Pull Up a Chair. We'll visit this week's quirky stories, meet fabulous guests, and discover my Israel. Together, we'll laugh, shout, and explain the topics that make us say, hey, we've got to talk about that. So get comfortable and pull up a chair with me, Andrea Simento, every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. We are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we're giving war updates right now. We're talking about the Russian-Ukrainian war. We're going to be getting to Israel in just a minute as well. But first, let's go to a caller. We have joining us Frank from the Netherlands. Shalom, Frank. What is your comment or question? Uh, I'm, uh, your voice is breaking up. But you can understand me, what I'm saying? Yes, we hear you fine. Hear me? Yes. Okay. Can I talk? Yes. Okay. Now, as you know, uh, Professor Dr. Morag, I uh, doesn't know, but I've been defending Israel uh, for about 35, almost 40 years now. Uh, misinformation about what uh, everything is in the newspapers here about Israel attacking poor Palestinians and everything. We know that it's not true. They, the Hamas is uh, having their rockets between schools and stuff like that. And and and. I thought Israelis would see it, what's happening in Ukraine exactly, because I have many sources who are showing me daily what, that, that what's going on is that Ukraine, with this fake president, is doing exactly the same. The, the, the people voted for to belong to Russia in, in 2014, flag operation started. And then they replaced the, the president then with Zelensky, who is a comic, you can, who was a comic, you, you can see that on screen, where he's uh, doing all kinds of shows. They make him a puppet, and he is destroying, for since uh, 2014, he's destroying uh, uh, everything what is not, what is Russian. I have, I have Dutch people who live there, and they say, the NATO is actually in charge there with what's going on. They are hiding in Mariupol. They are hiding underground now, because a lot of mercenaries who quote-unquote, uh, are volunteering mercenaries for Ukraine. They are captured now. They have the badges from them, from, 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 from England, from, uh, from, who, from who Germany, from Where America. Uh, it's nothing like uh, uh, Russia is conquering there. I'm not, I'm not for Russia. We were living with the Cold War for a long time. I was always against the Soviet Union. But, but now... It's a pity that, that even Israelis don't see what's going on. It's exactly the same, the same thing what, what's going on with you in, in Gaza. When, when the misinformation reaches the Western world and everybody is against the Jews, against Israel, for the poor Palestinians, we know what's going on. But the point is, with the Ukrainians, it's exactly the same. See? They're fighting this propaganda war. Mm-hmm. I know, I know of of, uh, of theaters, of places with, with dead bodies from, from uh, everybody who is not... Uh, who is not uh, for Ukraine, people and civilians are slaughtered there, and Russia gets the fault. It's almost like, so like what uh, if Israel uh, places a bomb, and uh, then 
and, and then, of course, I hear it's all in the news. So, Frank, you're, that, so, um, Frank, you're making the claim that, uh, that, that other people have made this claim, that the, there are Ukrainian Nazi-type forces that are killing Ukrainians, them, their own people, who don't agree with them, and then using their bodies, staging them, as, and then blaming Russia for it? There are swastikas everywhere written. They're, they're, they're not even hiding it. We've seen bunkers. I've seen bunkers from people. But of course, you're not allowed to see that in Europe, but I get them through a bit shoot and rumble anyway. You've seen what's happening there. Ukrainians who fled, they leave behind all kinds of stuff, and even Nazi flags, everything the, the Russians find there. You can see it on, uh, not so on YouTube, let, let of course. Let me play devil's but, uh, advocate for a moment, Frank, because I don't know. You know, it could be that what you're saying is true. I do not know. But how do we know, on the other hand, that Russia isn't saying that they're doing it and they're planting these things? What, what, what would you say to that? Because I, I know a few journalists, there are about four walking around there. One is missing now, an American guy, but there are four who show these things. They are not on, on anyone's side. They just get caught up there. And they show everything what happens. They ask specifically the, all the civilians if something happens, uh, like a theater was bombed, uh, uh, allegedly by the Russians. They ask the people, every Ukraine there in Donbass, they would say, uh, they're glad the Russians are, are are giving help now and food to the people because it was all bombed and destroyed by the forces of uh, of Zelensky. Okay, they so are hiding at the moment uh, yeah. the Azovstal plant. That's a, that's a factory. Putin can bomb it if he wants. Then it's all over down there. But but then Zelensky uh, said uh, sends pictures. Uh, pictures and, and videos. There are about a few hundred women and children in cellars there, locked up, like he done with uh, many times with other uh, occasions. I, I would imagine and, that there is propaganda on both sides, absolutely. Um, and I would like to see those videos. I, I want to know the okay. truth. Okay. So s- send I'll, the links, I'll right? send them to you if send you want, because I get daily news. Okay, great. From, from, uh, and I send you the links from, uh, from uh, Patrick Lancaster. There are a few others. Okay. We're telling the the real news because I, I can divert what what's real and not. I've had an experience of it 35 years what's going on in Israel. Today to try to know <laughs> what the truth is, it definitely is. Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, you're on the air with us. Would you like to respond to Frank and and uh, what he's saying? The first thing I need to say, Frank, is thank you very much. I've been saying the same things. You're confirming what I've been ah. saying all along. I don't think there's one millimeter of disagreement between us. I've seen the same things, and I, I, I'm, I'm guessing even more of these things. I have my own intelligence sources. Um, uh, 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 just to this morning, I, I, I came across an article of an entire set of Nazi pictures from the Ukraine. Um, uh, it's not just the Azov battalion, but it's much more than that. You're, you are absolutely correct in everything that you said. Um, uh, 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 the you believe, level of you believe Biden uh, pushes for war. I think he pushes for war to get the attention Western from other things. Powers have total control of the media. That's what we're seeing more than anything else. And we know that a lot of these things that we're seeing from Zelensky, Zelensky is indeed a puppet. He was put there by the American State Department, and a lot of these things are staged. 
you're absolutely correct. I I know it. I'm I'm I I, I don't I, I can confirm everything that you're saying. Okay, but because I'm living in Holland, I'm not living in the States. You know, we, we when Putin gets mad. Uh, because there are UK forces there, you know uh, they, the Russians uh, intercept messages from from uh, of soldiers and even NATO personnel who want want to get out of this Azovstal factory because they're trapped, and uh, everything comes out. The, of course, they find papers then when when they rescue it. But you know uh, when Putin really gets mad, they I think uh, the NATO is willing to sacrifice Europe for uh, to push their. And I'm living, uh, unfortunately, in Holland, so that's quite close. If Putin probably starts to answer a false flag with a nuclear bomb, yeah, we are uh, we are on the wrong uh, part of the country. I think. I think in the United States you're quite clear, uh, you're quite okay there. But uh, we are in Holland. I uh, <laughs> I count on the worst what could happen because they are pushing war. Zelensky Look, supplies all his people with, with uh, Kalachnikovs. How stupid can you be, uh, civilians? It sounds like bravery, and he's on every news, uh, everything what's going on here. And and if the prime minister from uh, from Ukraine also says that she's fighting for the new world, and I hear that an awful lot of times. It's, that's you know the same guys who are behind a lot of crises, I think, are orchestrating this. Maybe you can agree with it. It looks like me. I agree with you. Oh. Um, uh, as I said, I, I lived in Holland. I know what you mean by being by, by being in proximity to these things. I know that the and I know what you're feeling. I still have friends in Holland that I'm in contact with. Um, uh, um, uh, 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 I agree with everything that you're saying. And I, 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 what you're saying are these are important things. I've seen these probably some of these same videos and 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 and, and many more. Um, this is not a trivial act that's going on here, but it is an act. It is not uh, 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 a great portion of this is staged for the media. We know it. It's been like this from the very beginning of this action, and and that's the way it goes. Uh, America and the Western powers have total control of all of the media, and they're using it. Yes. To help. Yes. We are not a democracy here in Holland anymore. If you're not allowed to see any other news, that's something terribly wrong with, with what's called democracy. Huh? It's not just in Holland, my friend. It's throughout Europe. It's throughout the United States. It's in Canada. Really? We saw what Trudeau did by taking yeah. private, private person yeah. uh, uh, bank accounts and, and, and absconding with them. I mean, the, 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 there are very few democracies left in the world today. Israel is one of the only ones left. All right, okay. well, we're going to end it there, Frank. Thank Thanks. you so much for your call. And <laughs> Thank you very uh, I encourage much, you to keep calling in. Thank you very much. Thanks. Okay, so I just want to weigh in before we go to a break, and that is that, you know, I'm sitting here in Israel, and I am aware, and I have been aware, that much of the footage, footage that we're seeing is propaganda. And it could be from both sides. I don't know. I'm sitting here in Israel, but I'm aware that there are claims about this and my antenna or my antennae are up and I'm considering both sides. I, I don't know what the truth is. I think that today it is very difficult to know what the exact truth is. There is so much confusion, so much access to 
um, f you know, to, to posting false information and uh, things. But, you know, it could be very well that they're taken from the playbook of uh, the Palestinian Authority and the Arabs who constantly stage fake deaths, fake fake uh, attacks, uh, fake claims of bodies, uh, body counts, etc. So, uh, anyway. I have, personal, I have personally seen um, uh, 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 quote-unquote dead bodies get up and run away. Yes. Okay, well, here in the, in the Palestinian Authority, you have absolutely. All right, we have to take a break. We're going to be right back, everybody. Listen, learn, and choose the information you can listen to. What can I say? Who knows the truth? We'll be right back. Shalom. I'm Leah Aharoni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. We are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. This is our last segment, and we are going to now segue into uh, Israel and what Israel is facing from also, as we spoke in the last segment, about uh, an enemy that uses propaganda and uh, makes false uh, videos, etc., of what's going on in order to try to get the world on their side. And that is, of course, the Palestinian Authority, Hamas in Gaza, etc. And um, there has been recently, since Ramadan started, violence on the Temple Mount at the Al-Aqsa Mosque area, spreading out to the Old City, spreading out to Gaza, which is at least like a two-hour drive from uh, Jerusalem away, and they fired rockets on Israel, on Israeli citizens, innocent people, fired rockets against us. Uh, where do you want to take this, Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem? You know, there used to be a, 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 an expression that you don't hear too much anymore, but it was um, uh, prevalent at one time. You know, everybody knows the word Hollywood, and most people know the word Bollywood, designating the 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 um, uh, movie uh, center in California as opposed to the movie center in 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 India. But what fewer people are aware of is the, is the concept of Pollywood, right? Which is the movie center in Gaza, and uh, um, uh, um, um, a lot of the things that you hear that are uh, that 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 appear in the um, so-called news organizations, whether it be Reuters, uh, BBC, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, Guardian, or et cetera, et cetera, the, the, the New York Times, um, these are things that, have st that are staged. They know that they're staged. They've paid for it. I am personally not only aware of it, I have witnessed them being paid to do it. I know it for a fact at a personal level. Well, tell our listeners about they are that. paid for. Sorry? Tell our listeners about that. What did you witness? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, 
I have seen, I have seen, I have personally experienced um, uh, 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 so-called reporters or journalists or whatever you want to call them from Western news sources who have um, approached, I don't know how to say this politely, even though I don't want to be polite, really, um, who have approached uh, some uh, 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 of these activists and paid them to put on a show, paid them to um, uh, uh, fall down dead, to lie down on stretchers, uh, 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 showing awful bleeding limbs, and et cetera, et cetera. They haven't been harmed in any way. Um, uh, um, uh, and all sorts of other nice things like that. It's all staged. Not Well, I shouldn't say all. That's, a, that's unfair. Um, a, a great deal of it is, is simply staged. And um, everybody's aware of this. Um, uh, uh, I have personally known some of these so-called journalists who have said to me, look, we don't really have a choice. That's what we're paid to do. And I said to them, and I mean this very literally, I said, what do you mean that's what you're paid to do? Aren't you paid to be journalists? He said, journalism doesn't really exist anymore. Hmm. Journalism hasn't existed now for decades at least. There's no journalism in in the world anymore. All there is today is ratings. That's all that matters. Sadly, this is very true. We have seen this over and over again. People on stretchers being carried away as if they were dead by their compatriots and all of a sudden they drop them and then the guy gets up pushes the sheet off of him and gets up and runs away etc you've seen this over and over again uh all right so uh uh rocket fire in israel it just seems like they don't need any excuses okay, ramadan look, attack israel what, what is going on here with the rocket fire okay got the, the the people in gaza they come out with this uh uh, uh with the statement which they have repeated Time and time again for decades now, Al-Aqsa is in danger. The Jews are, I don't know what, blah, 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 They're going to take blah. over Al-Aqsa. We have to defend Al-Aqsa. They keep making these same plan, uh, claims every every year. Every year. False every, claims. Particularly at Ramadan, yeah. not only at Ramadan, but particularly at Ramadan. It's always been a lie. It always is a lie. But I want, I, I, people need to be aware, it doesn't necessarily have to be a lie. At some point in time, I'm making a prediction again. At some point in time, it will not be a lie. At some point in time, Israel will say, hey, look, guys, if you're going to keep doing this, then we have no choice but to protect human lives, protect women and children, and we will force you to stop visiting Al-Aqsa because you're acting like barbaric animals, not like human beings. Well, that's what that's either. That's only going to happen when we have a bold and honest and uh, true government. Let me just read you one title that I read out at the beginning of the show. This was today on Arut Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Government Minister Nachman Shai says, We have a very narrow coalition and need Ra'am, which is an Arab party, to survive. That's what they're worried about, to survive in the government, to keep their power so the hell, excuse me, uh, to Israeli citizens who are being bombed and rocketed by the Hamas, and Israel doesn't have a strong response, to, to, to H-E double hockey sticks, to Jews in the old city who are being attacked in our own capital, to H-E double hockey sticks, to Jews who want to fly the Israeli flag for Flag Day. Israel Independence Day is coming up 
in Israel. We want to march in our parade, which is happy with singing and dancing and flying the Israeli flag in the capital of Israel. And our government will not allow it because our left wing government wants to keep its power so bad they will lie in bed with the Arabs and the the parties that support the terrorism because they don't believe in the state of Israel. I don't know if they don't believe in the state of Israel. I don't think they believe really much of anything except in their own in their own betterment. It's not a question of them believing or not believing in the state. They just believe in themselves more. Well, the Arabs do not want a state of Israel, and they are a fifth column. And and yet our government leaders at this time are wanting to uh, keep keep their power, and so they're bending over backwards, and they're not doing what they should be doing to protect its own citizenry. You know, I'll say something which is a bit extreme. Um, I, I'm very uncomfortable oh, I say calling these, these people in Gaza <laughs> Arabs. I don't know if they are. Um, uh, when I, I, I've known many Arabs over, over, the, over, this, over my decades of, of, of things that I've done in the world. Um, many, many, many. And a lot of them are really great people. I mean, they they fine, upstanding, intelligent, polite people. These trash, this human trash that's that's running Gaza, this human trash in the Ram Party. I don't know if I could I could comfortably call them Arabs. I think that's a, a somewhat a somewhat compliment a compliment that they just don't deserve. Mordechai, there are nice people in every country. And in fact, a lot of the information, I always say this over and over again, uh, the intelligence that Israel gets, it's not because we are the greatest intelligence agency, even though we're very talented in that, but we're getting our information from Arabs themselves who say our governments in the Palestinian Authority or in Gaza are corrupt. We hate them. We want you, we want to live in peace. We want to make a living. We just want to be peaceful people. And they're giving the information to Israel. So yes, of course there are nice Arabs. I'm not. Uh, I I don't hate Arabs. We're all brothers and sisters. I'm saying though that there is a fifth column here in Israel that our government, uh, which is a sadly very very pathetic, if I could put it that way, is not doing what it needs to do because it wants to hold on to power. It's just a fact, I, in my first opinion. First of all, uh, I think pathetic is a good term to use. I think that's very suitable. Um, uh, 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 I think that's probably the, the most polite way to, do, to address them. Um, you know, that's, but, the, but that's politics. Politics is, can, can get pretty... All right. Say that we have two minutes left. Uh, you wanted to talk about... So the lies of Al-Aqsa, we, we spoke about that. They're always claiming that Israel wants to take over uh, Al-Aqsa. It's not true, my friends. If we wanted to take it over... We have the power to do it. We don't do it because we don't want to take it over, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> there would be a lot more peace in Israel and the world if, 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 if the Israeli government did do that, but whatever. All right, one last word. We have uh, a minute and a half. You wanted to talk about Russia's sanctioned economies doing much better than the sanctioning USA. Okay, this is just some facts. I mean, straight news reporting, people, people just might be interested in some Straight news, no commentary whatsoever. Um, uh, uh, the value of the ruble is now stronger than it was before the war. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Europe, Europe 
is well, before the war was importing 1.3 million barrels of Russian oil per day. It's now importing 1.6 million barrels of Russian oil per day. Um, uh, all of the talk that you hear coming out of of, of the uh, American news media, the Western news media, it's all a, run, a bunch of nonsense, if I can be polite. Um, uh, the Russian economy is doing very well. Uh, Americans are concerned about empty shelves. Russians are not. Uh, Americans are concerned about raging inflation, which officially is already 8.5%, the worst in, in more than 40 years. Unofficially, it's closer to 30% now, 25-30%. Um, uh, Russia doesn't have an inflation problem. Russian economy is doing very well. People should be aware that all of these so-called sanctions, at very least, the, the, the most complimentary thing we can say about them is that they have backfired. Well, we will have to leave it there, and people should mull over this. They should uh, think about this and prepare. And we wish everybody peace and health and happiness. We don't want any war, but we find ourselves in it, and we have to defend ourselves, and that's our responsibility to defend our families, our citizenry, etc. All right, thank you for being with us, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, and thank you all for being with us as well. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.